Well, hello there, and thank you for tuning in to the Shameless Sex Podcast. I'm Amy, sex educator, somatic sex and relationship coach, and sex shop owner. And I'm April, VP of an international high-end pleasure product company and boss queen sex toy mogul. We're best friends who make our own rules about who we are as sexual beings. With everything from how to be a badass in the bedroom, to pussy praising, to top tips for bringing your relationship to the next level, we have something just for you. So sit back, relax, and and enjoy enjoy the show. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. Hey, everyone. Hi, y'all in listening land. Listening land. So welcome back, everyone. This is actually part two of your sex questions answered from Amsterdam. I don't know any Dutch, but I do know German. It's like... Eins, drei. Nine. So this is part drei. <laughs> part drei. Not part, part drei. nine. Not nine is no. Drei. Part drei. Part drei. Drei. Oh, we're not in Germany anymore. I know. I'm cool about that. I know. I like Amsterdam. I know. We got, so funny story, but we didn't share it last podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, funny story about but Germany. We, we so we, like, we the, kicked Berlin, out of the club, yeah. Yeah. well, wait, we didn't get kicked <laughs> out. We didn't get let in. So we, like, went to this club, which was pretty like literally had like all of this like positive feedback about how amazing this like Alice in Wonderland in Berlin and so we were all stoked we had a group of six people amazing all everyone is in like the sex toy industry of some sort like amazing folks from the industry and then my partner who had just flown in from you know California trying to get into this club and there's like Mm -hmm. a line it looked like at first when you're outside it looks like first of all this is a huge like big warehouse thing it's like an old dog food factory or something oh, yeah it was a dog food factory <laughs> and and it's out in the middle of nowhere and when you see the line outside it's, it's like oh it's looks pretty bad but it's not too bad and then you look like around the corner 30 to 40 and it's minutes. like hours long so we stood in this queue for two hours i was i was complaining a lot <laughs> and i was like we're gonna get in it's yeah april good. was very determined i was like you guys fuck this but we met someone from greenland yeah i think that guy would kind of fucked us up a little bit with his opinions so he was telling us this guy in line just all these like young hipster kids no thing against hipsters but they all look pretty cool and and uh he was telling us that all these things if you try to go in as a group you'll get you won't get let in yeah it's like sometimes they just look at people and they don't let you in based on and your amy look. was like what and i was like i am not down for that shit i am not down for people to like Based on people's looks, like the way they're dressed, their age, their race, any of that shit. If in your in your exclusive club, I was like, uh, uh-uh, I'm not stoked on this. And so we still fucking waited in this line for two hours. And what happened? And they <laughs> said they we took, literally went had to go out the exit door. They took a look at us and said, "You out? <laughs> yeah, out." Uh, he's like, "You group?" We're like, "Yeah." No, I said no because I was told not to. I know. And maybe he said, "Okay, you this way," and it meant that we had to all go out. But I think it makes for a great story. It was a great story. We had fun in the queue, and you know what? In the end, and we got kicked out of a club, and didn't, no, we didn't even get let in. No, we didn't. We and got, it wasn't because we were too fucked up. It was because they just didn't think we were cool enough. Yeah, we were dressed too nice. We dressed nice. We're American. We speak English. We probably just weren't cool enough. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> but it was a funny story, and I like it because it's the first yeah. time it's ever happened. It like in general, like I mean, I don't know. It's just totally a different mentality. I mean, this happens at home all the time where people. But like, it's a different degree. They don't, there was just harsh. So they're like. For no reason, they don't tell you why. They're just like that way. And then some. This other guy opens a door and just slams it behind you. And you you don't even know it. Like you, all, all of a sudden you're on the street and you're like, 
wait, what just happened? <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. Stunned. Anyway, if you're going to a club in Berlin, you know, look up what to do because that stuff is a bit tricky, I have to say. It's a whole that. bunch of different rules and regulations. I do not support their business or the cause. Exclusion. Yeah. I'm not down. I'm not down I, for your game. I'm not. It, and think this wasn't like a club club like that. You think like it was supposed to be like a festival, like, kind of like hippie vibes, like cool hippies. Open. Don't just choose people based on their. That's not the hippie way. As a as a quarter hippie, a quarter hippie and a quarter. I'm not having it in Berlin. Shame on you. Get your shit together. <laughs> I just oh. shamed you. Fuck you, Berlin. No, kidding. Amy. No, but I am. I I do feel very strongly that. Um, that like remember when we all got kicked down, we were kind of like laughing about us, like what the fuck. But there's one guy who looked like pretty sad, and these people wait for two hours, only get told for no, like we don't know why, but you're not cool enough to come in here. That will hurt some egos. Like that's that's fucked. That's just yeah. like that is not not nice. Yeah, the rejection's weird. Anyways, so you learn <laughs> about yourself. Yeah, rejection. So, anyways, that was Berlin. We're now in Amsterdam, and we are now answering more of your sex questions. Part two um, of sex questions that have been sent to us. We really appreciate your questions, and we hope that our answers are suitable for you, and we uh, welcome your feedback and more questions along the way at, what is our email address? Shameless. Shameless sex, sex podcast at, at gmail.com. Um, so en- enjoy. Enjoy. Ciao for right this very moment. Don't leave anywhere. Afidasen. Afidasen. <laughs> Should we answer another question? Yeah, we have a lot of questions here. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Let's so. do the question from B. 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 Okay. All right. So this is a question we got back in July. And sorry. Um, to the person that asked this because we saw it and then we were really busy. We'll call at the time. her B. We will call you B. Okay, B. Um, okay, so taking back consent partway through. Um, What's the so subject? When during sex, sometimes if it's going to be on a long time, my mind gets out of it and and I'm just waiting for him to come. I'm hoping to establish some kind of hand signal or something to be like, okay, I'm ready to wrap it up. Stop holding back now. because maybe he is holding off from coming to last longer. The problem is, I sort of mentioned this recently, and I think he got offended. So maybe you guys have some tips on what to do there. My friend felt the same way about this topic. I find sometimes it's difficult to speak up during sex when you're in this, especially when you're the submissive person. I have to say... What you got? I live this. Yes, you do? I do. So for me, what I do in this situation, and everyone's different, I'm, you probably have totally, I, um, because I get off when I'm a giver, like in a lot of situations, mm-hmm. so I get off on when my partner is going to come, like I, that turns me on to the point where I will come faster, like I'm like, yes, I'm doing this for you, this is amazing, so I just ask, let me know when you're going to come or you're about to come. And that way I know, like, or even if it's building up. Now, to B's, you know, um, obviously question, she kind of wanted to know, like, if there's a hand signal or something. For me, I just, I'm just like, like, the more I have an exchange with him, the kind of more I learn his body, mm-hmm. the more he lets me know when he's going to come. I'm like, oh, so I know kind of like when he starts to thrust a certain way or whatever, it's going to happen. So then I get more excited. But I think just communicating again, like, not just like, oh, be communicative, but actually like asking for that. 
Yeah. Um, like information is really helpful and at least in my situation. And I also do the same in return when I'm going to come or uh, like I'm getting there. I'm like, that feels really good. I'm going to, that's going to totally make, make things happen. Yeah. Yeah. And those conversations too. I mean, if this is someone that you've been sleeping with for a while and you want to bring up this thing that's been going on for a long time, but it feels a little um, scary or edgy to bring up because you're hurt or scared of hurting their feelings. Um, again, these conversations are really good to have outside of the bedroom when people are in good spirits and they don't have anywhere to be really quickly. And so you're just going for a walk down the street or um, you're sitting drinking your coffee together at the table and you ask them, you ask for permission to bring up a conversation that is feeling really intense. So um, there's something I've been really thinking about that's really important to me. Is now a good time to talk to you about this or can maybe we can schedule a time? And so you give them the opportunity to decide if now is a good time. And if they say yes, okay, awesome. So um, that's when we, we've talked about this in past podcasts, speaking from I feel statements as well. Um, and I think this is part of the consent thing um, that this person is referring to that um, a lot of people are really fearful that it's it's not okay to press pause or say stop or to cut things short because your body is not wanting this anymore. And it isn't, and the thing is, is that people will take it as a rejection, but you're really not necessarily, you're not rejecting them. You're rejecting the thing. It's not about them as a person. It's about what's happening in your body, not wanting it. And, you, and this person is also saying, by the way, they're saying, you know, that their head, they get, they, le- they lose presence. Their mind starts to wander they're and then they're the not body. in it anymore. Right. And they're kind of ready for it to be over. So there's a couple options here. One, go have a conversation with them, a loving conversation with them outside of the bedroom and talk about this using I feel statements. Um, two is learn more practices on how to be present. So when your mind wanders and you're like, oh, well, I've wandered. I'm not here anymore. I'm not into it anymore. See if there's ways that you can be more present. Or what I've done in the past with my partner when I've lost presence, I've actually said, uh, like during sex, like they're inside of me and during it, I've looked at them and said, I'm not present right now. Can you bring me here and make me more present? And then they like spank me or something. No one can make you (laughs) do anything. You're like, hey, help me get there. Yeah, yes, yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. Can you assist me in getting back here into presence? Um, And then they do something really hot and spicy and it brings me back. Or spank me, spank me, choke me, bend me. Oh, it's that Amsterdam weed. The, the herb. <laughs> um, and then, mom, it's legal. It's it's, <laughs> it's Amsterdam. She's dying. Um, and then the last thing is to remember that it's your right to press pause or to stop or slow down or change things during sex. And the, it's an we were again that fear of rejecting and ruining the moment. I don't want to ruin the moment. One thing I can suggest from a person that like loves getting caught in the moment, like blah, 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 blah. and when I feel like things are like getting like out of my um, beyond my like not I don't want to say control, but beyond me, I'm like, hey, hey, focus on me. I'm gonna focus, focus. on you. Focus, focus. Let's focus on each other. Be here. Let's be here now. Yeah. And kind of like checking in with it, like be there. Because I feel like sometimes, you know, like it's almost like so about like you get in your head like when is this going to be over? Mm. I don't say that ever now. I never do that. anymore. I used to do that with my ex-partners. Like, oh, my God, I hope they just finish now. Mm-hmm. I just want them to finish. Instead, now I'm like, this feels really fucking good. I'm like, oh, hey, I want to switch. You want to switch? Let's switch it up because like I really want to hit my G spot. I just ask for it. Yeah. And ask for what you want. And, and, if you're, and if you're also feeling like you want to um, to stop having sex soon. 
then finding a way to voice that as well. And you remember we talk about our um our uh, the give them give them a cookie statements, right? So um I love having sex with you or like I love playing with you and my pussy's getting right kind of tired right now. Can yeah. we start to slow been it down? Pounding my pussy for a long time. It might need I just need a water break. That's what I've that's, that's what, what I've I, done. Yeah. Well, I usually actually say that at some point because that's usually what will happen if it, if I'm starting to not want to um, have sex as long as my partner's wanting to have sex. I'll literally just say, like, baby, my pussy's getting kind of tired. And that is not an attack on them. That is my body being like, hey, we're kind of, we've, we've been we've been moving around for a long time. And, like, of course, you can still work with that if I really had, like, the energy for it or whatever. And my partner doesn't take it personally. And if someone does, then you can let them know. Like, this isn't about you. Again, I love playing with you and my pussy's just tired. Can we try something else? Can we slow it down? Can we just snuggle? Can... We wrap it up. <laughs> I know. I get the BV scenario. Where I get all in my head about my BV smell. Oh, gee. I've got like chronic BV people. It's B- terrible. BV is uh, bacterial vaginosis. And yeah. it is one of those. It's like it's sexually transmitted, it's but it's not ne- a disease. Right. It's it's like not it's it's not contagious. It's literally bacteria that m- messes with your vaginal from pH. Sex. And it's yeah. from, it's sexually induced and not only from cum, but like it can be like a multitude of things. I've researched this because it's making me crazy. I always had a pH balanced pussy, but with age and hormones and then different types of semen entering mm. your body or different types of bacterial, you know, because bacteria is on everything. It just like, it can really basically fuck with like your vaginal pH and it's ma- it makes me like really it makes me I ha- I it like the smells yeah the, sim- the symptoms are usually just a kind of a smell and mine's not like fishy like a lot of people talk about fishy I have like this citrusy yeah kind or they've smelled like I've smelled like when I've had it before it was kind of like garlicky or parmesan cheese yeah very interesting and, and it would come out mo- for me mostly when I was having sex not like my normal everyday but when I had it pretty bad and still didn't know it because there's not a lot of education about it or there wasn't at that time. Um, it, it was there kind of all the time for a little bit until yeah. I figured it out. And well, now I have antibiotics, which I, I, it's like the gel antibiotic, but my point for bringing it up is like, I get shameful. Like you do. Yeah. You I shame do yourself. On, on myself. And it changes my whole dynamic with my partner during your ability to be present. Well, I, and it does the whole time I'm thinking about that. I'm like, Oh my God, I don't want to smell. Oh my God. Uh, he's going to fall. Oh my God. I smell. Oh no. Uh, uh. And it's just it fucking hard. And so I've been trying to check in with that and I'm like, Hey, just want you to know, like I'm feeling this way about my pussy and like, I still love myself, but I need a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I need some thanks. She needs some thanks. Yeah. That's it, hard. Yeah, it is hard. I just saw someone in these, in these apartments in Amsterdam. They're like wide open windows. And so we can see right in this other person's living room, not too far away. And they just walk by and it kind of, oh, there they are. They kind of freaked me out a little bit. Hey. Oh, hey. Hello from Shameless Sex. Hey, we're from Shameless Sex. Oh, I think that was um, a good, hopefully that was helpful to our Friend B, who we answered this question to. So thank you for your question. Thank you for writing us. Ooh, do you have one more? Was there one more? There was one more. And I think this one is fairly easy I'm fairly happy. and simple. This hey, is from... Wait, wait, Chip. Pass me the herb. Mr. M. <laughs> and I'm going to pass this to Amy. Herbs. The subject is podcast number 19. Ooh, what was that one? Oh, oh, Alika, Alika. Alika, yes. The divine masculinity, men's, well, yeah, divine masculinity. So the question slash comment. Hi, I found this podcast very helpful to me and enlightening. 
Alika's start of his sexuality sounded a lot like mine. It was good to hear there are other men out there like myself who gather pleasure by giving women the ultimate pleasure. My girlfriend of two years has expressed the daddy's, the daddy issues, such as Amy's. <laughs> I am new to this, but would like to hear more about that and how to proceed and enhance her fetish. Ooh. Signed off by Mr. M. Hey, Mr. M. Can I call you daddy? <laughs> uh, that's yeah. Um Okay, well, the daddy thing, yeah, so... Um, I, I mean, I personally wouldn't call mine a fetish. I think that because I... Yours is like part of your core rock theme. Yeah. Well, though, I, I guess... <coughs> sorry. I guess it could technically be a fetish. I mean, fetish is something that, um, like an outside, some sort of, some, something that you kind of, an alternative thing that you uh, need or not only, not only need, but it enhances your pleasure or your, um, your arousal, right? It turns you so, on. So I can yeah. have a fetish for this couch as I touch this couch right here, and it could just kind of turn me on, or there's there's fetishists who actually need that to get turned on, otherwise they don't get turned on. Mm. Um, so there's different degrees of it. There's mild to more intensity. But anyways, for me, I guess that could, kind of could be, though, because um, it isn't something that I need to get turned Fantasy, on. Fantasy, fetish. And some people might decide that it's alternative, right, to, like, be playing into the dominant, submissive, whatever. But it's to me, it seems more like it just speaks more to, like, my core erotic theme, my, who I am as a core erotic being or as an erotic being. And I would say it's going to be different for everyone. So just because someone has daddy issues doesn't mean they want to play into the daddy little girl dynamic or the dominant submissive dynamic. Um, and so uh, what I would say is do that core erotic theme thing with her, with your partner, Practice, yeah. which we is episode two, right? Is asking I for what you want. I believe so. Yes. It's our most popular episode actually. It is episode two. Cause we reference it all the time and figure out not only, you know, you know that, that she has daddy issues and that she's wanting to kind of fulfill some of that, but what is the feeling that she desires in that? Is she wanting to feel, you know, like me, it's taken care of. Is she wanting to feel cherished, adored? I want to feel special. Special, like special. April, who kind of has some light daddy issues too. I'm the best, right? You're the best. You're the best, little one, little yep. girl. I got some daddy issues. You get two gold stars. Oh, yay. You're I the best. five. I'm the best. Okay, fine. You get five. Thanks. <laughs> um, so, figuring that out. And then I'm in conversation about it so this is how you want to feel what are some ways i can make you feel that way and let invite invite your partner to kind of come up with some ways or you can work together or you can offer some things well what if i did this how would that make you feel um so just kind of really doing your research and and playing around with some so ideas. what's an example of that like what if i did so i mean if you want to you i mean if, okay so for me what if i spanked you with a belt um, I don't really, I saw that last <laughs> night. That looked painful. <laughs> I'm not a pain slut. I'm a, I'm more of a, um, I'm just more of a sub. I'm more, just more submissive. So, pain, okay. so that's a little different, but I would, yeah, I mean, good. So you're offering it to her. I would say, um, no, not really my thing. Uh, thank you. Um, I'm more, I'm more into the power play. So there's more of an actual energetic exchange that is involved there. And there's like some light role play there, but I'm not big into like the extreme role play where, I'm just a bad actress. <laughs> it has to be fully authentic. Right, right. But, but yeah, just kind of playing with it, just offering some ideas and getting a feel for what someone's looking for. You know, they might be into pain. They might not. They might be into dominance. They might not. You know, they might be into rope or whatever or just being held as so that they feel like they're a little girl or a little boy or whatever. And it's 
it's a conversation. And so um, that was my long-winded version of just because someone has daddy issues doesn't mean they're going to want to play the same way I, as Amy, wants to play. And that there's so many things on the table. It's a conversation. So piece. it would be there's something they need to yeah. kind of explore with Mr. Amney's to kind of you can open up partner. the conversation and it's and if I was your partner I think that was really sexy that you were like hey I want to please you even more in an even bigger way and I'd like to learn with you on what it is that that looks like and again there was the they can they can describe it to you or you can come up with some things together or you can suggest some things and figure out what sounds good to them um, or you know, go take a class or a workshop or whatever. But I think the more important piece is figure out exactly how they want to feel, and then how are some ways that you can give that to them. And there's the sky is the limits; its possibilities are endless once you know what how they want to feel. Speaking from your heart is really helpful. Yes. Being like, I love you. I want to please you. I want to turn you on. What would you like? What are some ways and that if, I can do And if do it's that? hard for you, if someone's asking you that, your partner's asking you. Come up with something small. I really like when you pull anal beads out of my ass and stage in front of everyone. Yes. Uh, or yes. <laughs> <laughs> when you dress up as Wonder Woman and come out and you're like, yes, that's good. I really love when you tell me I'm special. I've said, and I am a person that really has problems asking for what I want. I'm learning yeah. because I love to ask what other people want and to please them. I'm like, hey, when people ask, what do you like? What do you want? I'm like, uh, pressure, pressure. Uh, 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 you think I'm weird? You think I'm weird? Oh my God, my God, my God. Oh my like, God. What oh kind of porn did you watch? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe some threesome things. Some threesome things. <laughs> so it's important to just kind of, just start small. Start with a small thing with what you like. I like when I get fed grapes and wine at the same time in bed. And you tell me I'm special. You're special, Chip. I'll feed you. I'm so turned on. She's not really turned on. (laughs) Better get ready for the sex show. Oh, yeah. I know. This was super fun. I know we were kind of stoned. I didn't feel, I don't feel that stoned. I just lost my train of thought once. But otherwise, I feel like I, I mean, maybe when we listen, we'll be like, what the fuck? What happened? No. And we're going to be away from each other for quite some time because. Yeah, I mean, I'll get to see you at the end of the, well, at the end, like the 29th. And but then. we have some really exciting podcasts coming up, too. There's like Yee-hoo. so many different topics that are going to be covered. We've got a ton of cool guest speakers. I think there's like at least three on our repertoire, like educational, awesome, like some fertility specialists, pelvic floor specialists. I'm excited about that. There's like a lot of and some other like tantric folks. And um, there's some really cool stuff that's coming up. We love all of you. And you know what? Tuning in from Amsterdam. Amsterdam. We'll be in Santa Cruz again next week. Uh, well, no, two weeks. I get back in like two weeks. You get back in two weeks? Wait, I get back on the 25th of October. What day is it? Like the 18th? It's a Wednesday. Oh, yeah. no. It's like the 16th. I don't even know what day it is. I go it's home It's like tomorrow. a week away. Yeah. You God, go home It's tomorrow. been a long trip on the road. The I road life. Selling sex toys. Spreading. I have to go to Moscow and talk about sex toys next year. Which I know. Is you were cool. trying to sell Uber Lube on taking me to Moscow. I know. They were like, what? <laughs> I'm like, Russians I don't love know. Maybe I mean, I'm a quarter Russian. So. I know. That's people. Russian perfect. Polish. Seriously, y'all, though, out there in the listening land, Thank you for tuning in. We really, really value our listeners and your questions and your support. And we do this as a passion project on our spare time, literally, while we're sitting around having our normal talks with um, each other. And yeah, we we really do. It's We love you all. So thank you. Um, and tune in next week. We'll see you next Tuesday. Ciao for now. 
Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com.